本日のセミファイナル 3WA 世界タッグ挑戦者全勝戦30分一本勝負を行います。Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast that has lasted longer than Sammy Guevara's engagement. I am Todd, ain't I great Suliano zooming as always with、uh, the c- cerebral Colt Dixon, and also with Jesse Matthew. And ha- happy New Year, guys! I mean, it's by the time people hear this, the New Year will be pretty old, but I haven't really spoken to you guys in like. Via Zoom or heard your voices since New Year's. How how was your New Year's? It was good. It was nice. It just didn't do a lot. It was it was not exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,、did、not you, not an exciting one, but it was okay. One bad. Did you stay up till very exciting? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, like on purpose or because you usually do. I mean, I I had been staying up pretty late anyway because I was I hadn't been I was off work, but yeah, we did. Yeah. It was fun. What about you, Jesse? Uh, yeah, I stayed up. I think I did. I can't remember. <laughs> Or no, I know I did because I had to make sure my dog was okay because she was freaking out because of the fireworks. Oh, yeah, that sucks. It did indeed. That's just how it goes, unfortunately. <laughs> So I know usually we said we weren't going to do about this or talk about shit like this because Jesse and I have our own side hustle, but there are a few non-wrestling related things I want to talk to you guys about. <laughs> Don't worry, Colt, it's not sports related. Oh, thank God! <laughs> have you guys heard of the Robstown High School in Corpus Christi, Texas? No, no. Have you, Jesse? No. Uh, well. They are a high school in Corpus Christi, Texas, and their mascot and their name is they are the Robstown Cotton Pickers. Oh, and they,、oh, okay. uh, they went viral not that long ago because their mascot name being the Cotton Pickers, and it it went viral because there was a clip of their basketball team just doing really well, and in the background of their basketball team, which is on the court, it was like mostly black kids. It said "Home of the Cotton Pickers." Yikes! And as you can imagine, that's not really going to fly. But has that made them change the name? No, it has not. They're still the Cotton Pickers. That's pretty fucked up, considering Corpus Christi isn't <laughs>、yeah. exactly even like a cotton city. Like it would be one thing if it was like a Memphis high school because we had huge cotton fields here. I mean, it's obviously、yeah. terrible either way. But fuck you, Corpus Christi. If, that's stolen valor. Yeah, if Memphis has to rename our Carnivals, then they definitely need to rename their fucking school. Yeah, you're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucked up, honestly. Yeah, that's crazy. That's amazing that that's escaped national attention for so long. These like, little, I don't know, it's hilarious. How long have they been the cotton pickers? Like, how long? How far back does that name go? 1865. <laughs> probably, probably, it's secretly probably just been like 1960 or something.、They、yeah, like、I think、like、that would be better than if it was like 1996 or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be even funnier. Did Man, you, did you guys、uh, getting off the cotton pick? And did you guys happen to see the heat 
that Paps Blue Ribbon got for a tweet they posted January 3rd? No, I did not. No, I, hope, I, I didn't either. I hope everything's okay with my boy, the Paps. Yeah, as, did they ever got yeah, canceled? As a lot of people are aware, uh, a, lot of, a lot of people are doing a dry January. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I am also doing a dry January. Well, I'm doing no, well, I'm doing no beer, but in reality, I'm doing no beer besides on my birthday, which is in a few days, which is not even my birthday, but on Saturday so, I'm drinking. So you're definitely not doing a dry uh, January. Either. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't, well, I haven't had much to drink the past <laughs> six days, but right now I'm having a I don't know if it's a double white Russian because it's like two shots of vodka, so, two so, shots of Kahlua. So you're having a dry January, but you're literally drinking right now. <laughs> yes, but it, it's, it's dry Thank because right, when I finish right. this, I'm not going to drink. When I wake up in the morning, I'm not going to drink. I might not drink tomorrow, but I'm drinking Friday. I'm drinking Saturday. I might not drink Sunday. Who knows if I'll drink on my birthday? I don't know. So, I probably will. Either so way. Basically, you're having a drier january yes drier than usual i'll just call it that but as you guys are aware a lot of people are doing dry january i had no idea this was a thing yes it's kind of like no november except it's more healthy because you're supposed to ejaculate to help your prostate but not drinking is healthy obviously for your liver paps blue ribbon tweeted out january 3rd at 8 31 in the morning not not drinking this January. Try eating ass. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, did, people, did they get in trouble for that? Did people get mad? They did. Someone responded that's, and said, "Why?" That's funny. That's somebody wrong somebody that. responded and said, "PBR ass. What's the difference?" And they responded and said, "Ask your mom." Nice. <laughs> <laughs> they caught a lot of heat for it, and. The vice president of they had to delete the tweet, and the vice president of marketing uh, sent out a press release saying, We apologize about the language and content of our recent tweets. The tweets in question were written in poor judgment by one of our associates. In no way does the content of these tweets reflect the values of PAPS and our and our associates. We're handling the matter internally and have removed the tweets from our social platforms. Bro, your your PBR, how high standards do you have? That's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that it's, is, it's it's stupid get, on both ways. Like that was a, I, I guarantee you that didn't offend more than 45 people. It's yeah, like, they're not a publicly traded company, so it's not gonna affect them. Yeah. yeah, and also like it's it's like a product meant for 21 year olds and over. So it's not like I mean it's not like the fucking fruit by the foot account do you know what 21 year, <laughs> do you know what 21 year olds are doing these days they're eating ass that's right yeah that's um, perfectly relatable tweet for them. that's right yeah hello yeah for some good fellow kids shenanigans yeah but on the on the flip side i mean uh that's the stupid thing to uh <laughs> do with your job <laughs> yeah it's it is it is really weird yeah and it was like 8 30 in the morning that was like first time First thing that dude did when he woke up and logged in. Yeah, I've rolled over out of bed. Yeah. Man. A guy on Reddit posted eight hours ago today in the mildly interesting subreddit. My parrot laid an egg. It's unfertilized, so I ate it. 
and he <laughs> promote and he provided a picture of his hard boiled parrot egg that he ate. Oh, he hard boiled it. That's lame. Should have fried it. And like, <laughs> there's something like the the first comment sums it up perfectly. Um, he said, "I recognize objectively there is nothing wrong with this, but I still feel weird about it. That's how <laughs> I feel." <laughs> Like there's nothing wrong with eating an unfertilized parrot egg because it's an egg from a bird and it's unfertilized, but it just seems not right. Yeah, I don't think I would have eaten it. What about you, Jesse? Would you have eaten it? Uh, I'm not now. I'm not against eating parrot eggs, <laughs> but I think I wouldn't want to eat my parrot eggs. <laughs> <laughs> like if somebody was like, "Hey, dude, you should try these parrot eggs. They're really good." I would. Shoot, one. I'll take it. I'll take one. <laughs> I mean, I'll yeah. try it. I'll try it. Screw it. Yeah, I wanna. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try it. Yeah. All right. I'm on. I'm on that. Yeah. That's. I think that's why it was weird. Yeah. Like I wouldn't eat one that I just found at the bottom of my fucking bird cage. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you guys um, like? You guys know like you can eat emu eggs, but they're like really hard to find in grocery stores, especially around here. And apparently, one emu egg is equal to about eight to ten chicken eggs. Yeah, I think I've seen like a picture of one like cracked open on like one of those big uh, like huge discus fryer things. Yeah, it says like you you wouldn't eat a whole emu egg all to yourself. It's like mm, I probably hey, would. Fuck you, I'll try. <laughs> I'm gonna make the biggest fried egg sandwich <laughs> in the world. And I love eggs. I had scrambled eggs for lunch. That's good shit. I'm, I'm also a scrambled eggs guy. Hell I'm yeah, a, I love them all. I'm a I'm a fried egg person myself. I love fried eggs. I love hard boiled. I love poached. I love eggs any way you can give them to me. <laughs> All right, except forced. for a except for a uh, a key. What is it, a chess pie? Those fucking suck ass. <laughs> I like quiche too. Quiche is pretty good sometimes. This is the that's egg more podcast now. Yeah, that's what we do. Big egg fan over here. Eggland's best. <laughs> Not by Kroger <laughs> brand. So sex. Everyone has it. Everyone likes it, right? I mean, not everyone, and not everyone likes it, or not everyone has it. Well, both uh, of those both. things, both yeah, of those yeah, things for true. sure. Everyone that consensually has it, they typically like it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even mean like that. I just meant like asexual people and stuff like oh. that. <laughs> Have you guys noticed that when you're watching a movie and it's about people losing their virginity, it's always high schoolers and they sexualize high school kids and teenagers for adults to watch the movies with. I don't know. I, I I don't watch anything that isn't made by Disney because I'm slowly trying to kill cinema. <laughs> so I don't know anything about this. Um, Think about like American Pie is a bunch of 20 year olds playing 16 year olds and they're losing their virginity. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. There were a lot of classic, <laughs> classic sex comedies back in the they, like, is this kind of fell off comedies in general american pie especially could have you could have placed those kids as like freshmen in college and it would have been the same story yeah i don't remember i what's i i guess to, for the purposes of him fucking a pie it made more sense to do it at home i don't know it doesn't it's especially it's, weird when you think about the fact that shannon elizabeth was supposed to be a teenager and we saw her, her boobs and also that they were sexually assaulting her oh, yeah <laughs> yep. Duh. Yeah, she could have the... been 18. So I yeah, she could have been 18. I, I, they, they were seniors, so she could have been 18. 
But the fact that they did live stream her, that, that's so funny. That's deeply fucked up. Yeah, I forgot about I mean, that. I mean, there's way, stuff way worse in a lot of movies, but just, you know, just oh, in yeah. general, that's kind of, looking back, like, that, that's fucked up. They shouldn't have did that. Some assholes. There's a lot of weird sexual assault happening in movies that you just don't notice when you're younger. Like, in Back to the Future, that whole movie is about Biff trying to rape Marty's mom. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the John Hughes movies are about that, stuff like yeah. that. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> movies are cool. <laughs> like John Bender straight up sexually assaults Marley Ringwald's character in Breakfast Club. I can't remember her yeah. character's name. I don't know. I saw that movie once. It didn't. It didn't really make an impression on me because I'm not 45 years old. <laughs> didn't register for you. <laughs> didn't really. Also, I didn't go to high school, so it's like double, like not even close to. Yeah reality everybody's, like everybody's parents loved all those 80s <laughs> high school movies yeah that's some gen x shit right there get out of here <laughs> hey 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 ferris bueller's day off is a great movie that's fair i've actually never seen it but i'll take your word for it it didn't seem like a movie i ever wanted to watch oh he gets off he's like has shenanigans around town all right that's cool i get it <laughs> <laughs> he skipped school oh okay cool yeah it's crazy he'll run from yeah. his principal or whatever. So, I'm sure it's a good movie, but I I don't need to see it. (laughs) I want to ask you guys something about um, COVID. This this one we get never heard of it. Never heard of it. Oh, not familiar. Like we've been living with COVID for going on two years now. Oh yeah, brother. Yeah, Uh, it's been a thing for over two years because first case was in October 2019, I think. Thus, the 19 and COVID 19. And what I want to know is uh, when you guys watch movies or TV shows that are set in present day, do you prefer them to acknowledge COVID or do you prefer it if they just pretend like it's not a thing so you can escape reality a little bit? Um, I don't think I've seen any movies where they've had like masks and stuff like that, but I know I've seen some TV shows like um i know gray's anatomy had a whole season about it then they just like in their universe pretended that it's over and they're like all right we're over at new stories now because <laughs> yeah. christina watches it and i was like how did the how are they handling the second season of coven she was like they're not doing it like, oh cool <laughs> um oh i thought of another example the netflix show uh you the third season of that uh, was set in like a fictionalized post COVID world. They like referenced the pandemic, but they were like, um, well, that's over now though. <laughs> Thank God we're done with that. Yeah. yeah I've never seen that show. I heard it's it was good. I, we like it. It's stupid. I mean, it's a stupid show. It, it requires so much suspension of disbelief of like how this motherfucker never gets caught. And also how people survive so much blunt force trauma to the head, but <laughs> it's fun. It's a, it's a fine use of, your time if you've watched everything else <laughs> what about you jesse you prefer tv shows to acknowledge COVID or to ignore it um i wouldn't say prefer either way it don't bother me when they uh you know yeah i don't really it. yeah it's impossible to escape the reality of COVID. is the, is the real truth of it it's like, <laughs> like if a there's constant... a show if there's like a show that has like new episodes and they don't talk about it like i don't care but if there is one you know I know the last season of Shameless did. Oh yeah, wow. but like it, it was that they show. It, that pissed me off though because they would like occasionally wear their mask. <laughs> well, hey, just like real life, they, they, they could have been positive. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't even. Is there movies that have that? I was trying to think. I know there was like, like I remember there are, there are movies like set in COVID because you know there are movies that are completely filmed over Zoom mm-hmm. that are like done because of the pandemic. Yeah, there's like I think there's at least one horror movie. I know there was like a a Hulu movie that was like love, like some kind of pandemic love where they used actors yeah, like, that were already quarantining together and stuff. There's like 37 probably romantic comedies about people meeting their lovers on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, there's also Love uh, After Lockdown was like a TLC show. I haven't watched it, but I've heard of it. I don't know. So I assume that's about COVID. You, I wonder how much you learn watching that show on the learning. Oh, show. yeah. Yeah. Same as we learned from watching 90 Day Fiance, which is to say. <laughs> Do you watch all these uh, Thousand Pound Sisters or whatever? No. <laughs> no. I think we're on there. God. All right. So are you guys ready to talk about some wrestling? Uh, yeah, I guess we could. Let's talk about one yeah, thing first, bit. and that's Moose having a steroid syringe in his pocket. <laughs> Jesse, oh, I didn't double, see. I, I saw him double like a jack. syringes. Jesse, you brought this to my attention via Twitter, so why don't you take over and talk about this? Oh, I don't even remember what the exact tweet was, but I know uh, Moose and Apollo Cruz took a picture together, flexing in the mirror. And in the picture, Moose is wearing like sweatpants, and you can see two syringes in his pockets. Hell like yeah, brother. Of them. That's awesome. They, like the captions, you know, something like I forgot what it was, but it was just it was just really funny because he didn't he forgot about that. It kind of reminds me of a picture Braun Strowman took, and he had like the syringe on the fucking counter still. Oh, I did see that one. Yeah, that one was yeah, hilarious. Kind of like that. You would think these people would like you know be a little smarter than that. Yeah, I mean, we all know you're doing steroids, my dude. But yeah, after the t- they after they posted the picture, they they can clearly see the syringes in his pocket. Like, she wouldn't say, "Oh shit, we should probably take this down." <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's still, you know, let's retake like, this picture. Let's pull yeah. these syringes off frame. That's hilarious. Like, I work for Impact, Impact pal. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, hope hope Apollo doesn't get a heat for that. Or did he? Does he still work there? I don't know yeah. anymore. He's a Nigerian prince wanting your money or something. Is he still? Is yeah. he still? <laughs> is he still a Nigerian prince? Yeah. Oh God, that's shameful. He got... I know he was a Nigerian prince like eight months ago. I thought. Yeah, I just assumed like he didn't last there. WrestleMania with the uh, Samoa Joe got fired. Like, oh man, not not long before the show, and of course Regal and all the the rest of the gang. <laughs> Firing all Triple H's friends. Samoa Joe apparently, like people are saying that he is planning on wrestling wherever, he, like now that he's out of WWE. But I am so fucking jazzed. I am too, but at the same time, like I think his body at this point is made out of glass. No, I think he's gonna be fine. I think it'll be good. He's gonna get on some of that same HGH that John Cena's on. <laughs> he's gonna get out there, man. I read a thing where Conan was talking about how he thinks people in AEW are are kind of uh, they're kind of over Paul White and presenting him as if he's anything. And I would have to agree because, like, it's so funny, dude. It's so I mean, did funny. They ever, Do think, did they yeah. ever present him as anything? They didn't, but apparently, like, uh, Tony Khan might have thought that he could be the same thing for them that sting is but the thing is like 
no one gives a shit about Big Show like they do about Sting. Yeah. I've really thought that they were going to try to set up for a Shaq versus Big Show match, but I guess, uh, uh, you know, because he wanted that like a million years ago. I still think it'll probably happen. But yeah, they don't, they barely do anything with him. It's so funny. They did the same thing with Mark Henry once they realized he sucked at commentary. They moved in. They're like, you get to say it's time for the main event. I mean, dude, <laughs> it's time for the main event. I mean, that's kind of cool, but it is cool. That, there's no way he deserves the paycheck. He's getting just to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <It's> yeah. Like, <laughs> The big, big show, get, big oh, show left WWE because they didn't want to use him as a wrestler and they just wanted him to be like a goodwill ambassador and make occasional appearances. So he's like, I'm gonna go to AEW where they're gonna treat me better. He needs an AEW now where <laughs> he's doing him. what he would have probably been doing in WWE. Hey, I mean, well, he's a they were, yeah. he's a commentator yeah. now. That's true. He has every night on elevation or whatever. I don't think I've ever watched a single episode of elevation. Uh, I was going to say one more thing about Big Show is, uh, do you think that they lost faith in him after he fucked up that Cody segment, the weigh-in segment? Oh, I hope he didn't take the heat for that. <laughs> I mean, I know that everybody should have taken heat for that, but I really feel like that. But he, I feel like he spent so much trying, time trying to get a shoot weight off of that wobbly scale. Yeah. Like, why the fuck? You're, you're a goddamn 30-year-old, 30-year professional. Why didn't you improv something, you idiot? Hey, he's only been professionally wrestling for 28 years. Oh, right. 27, yeah. actually. This will be his 27th year. Like, just fucking make it up. Oh, yeah. Cody weighs like 226. <laughs> Can you imagine if anybody came in the same way Big Show came in in WCW, like first match to win the world title? Oh, my God. Yeah, that'd be crazy. The closest thing to that was like a few years ago, like 10 years ago with like Okada, but that's not even anywhere close to the same because he didn't actually win the title the same night so i don't know there's like nothing <laughs> like would people immediately shit on it or they'd be like well this guy must be good i feel like people would shit on it especially well would. yeah i think people would Unless it was like some kind of really shitty title reign but that would be like insane to book like a title reign that like sucks to watch you know, like say, like Gender uh, wins the title again, <laughs> and they bring in somebody, like debut them and let them win. The best thing about Gender's reign was Great Kali holding the title up instead of Gender. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That ruled. Not even just Big Show winning the title. What if like somebody debuted and they threw like a fucking John Cena shirt at Randy Orton, and Randy Orton looked at it and be like, "That's John shirt. That's John's son." <laughs> i mean that's kind of what it would be like yeah. holy shit that would be amazing <laughs> you know and then two years or, you know, later they, or it could have been like oh like they could have thrown like a 1500 hundred dollar shirt in somebody's face and been like that's rocky's shirt oh my god that's, that's rocky's son oh they can do that you with know, his daughter they should the, do that the best thing about that would be funny. Big Show being big. Andre's son was that Scott Hall thought it was a shoot for so long. <laughs> and Damn. then on, on Nitro, as it was going off the air, he said, are you really Andre's son or Andre's boy? And Big Show just goes, don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as fuck. What fucking great improv. That's awesome. Man. Uh, oh, yeah. I thought it was funny. Speaking of big show um, i can't i'm not gonna call him paul uh, no more bs 
it was funny that they yeah the the judges that just brought him out there and it's like see here you go it's these guys oh i hate the word cringe but the no more bs shirt is still the most cringiest fucking shirt ever it's pretty bad it's it's pretty bad and mox had a pretty bad one too what that was, was that, like, like uh basic bitch, bitch af yeah bitch af yeah that one was bad <laughs> that's like never to be bad oh man yeah that's like, vince likes cock bad <laughs> I'll eat the the John Morrison. I'll eat your lunch, shirt bad. <laughs> like Carlito when he's a baby, crying about oh, Apple bad. God. So I, I almost, still think Carlito should have been a huge star. I almost forgot anyways. about this. Are you guys ready for my uh, the new segment where I review a random episode of Raw every time we do a show? I am ready for this. <laughs> I'm excited about this. This week's edition is Raw from Monday night. Obviously, July twelfth, nineteen ninety-three. I mean, it could have been the one Hell weird yeah. Saturday Raw. Yeah, Raw Thursday or Thursday Raw Thursday, pal. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Whatever that shit called. As a lot of people are aware, previous to this Raw, the American hero Lex Luger body slammed Yokozuna on a warship, which beg, which makes me beg the question. Which makes me beg, which begs the question that I want to ask, which I don't know what I'm trying to say, which makes me want to ask this following question. Do you guys believe that if tribute to the troops was a thing in 1993, they would have had a soldier body slam Yoko the same way they had a soldier break the master lock? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they could have. That's a good idea. I forgot about the master lock thing. That's why it took me a second. Now is this a, is this a shoot a shoot soldier? <laughs> yes. Or like a started slaughter soldier? It's a shoot soldier. <laughs> shoot okay, soldier. if it's a shoot, shoot soldier, I can't say those two words beside each other. Oh, he's not kayfabe. I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think they could have did it because I think that would have been too hard for just some random dude to be able to just body slam Yoko's in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, breaking out the master lock is much easier to. <laughs> I agree. All right, uh, first match of the night: Yokozuna defending his World Wrestling Federation Championship against Crush. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Who, who won this match? <laughs> well, at one point, Vince hyped up the fact that titles have changed hands on Raw before, so maybe Crush will win. Wow. Hmm, maybe. And I, as I was watching this match, I realized that I think being an established guy in WWF at the time, you had to feel safer working with Yoko. Because if you've ever seen the matches where he wrestled jobbers, he just broke their sternums by doing the bonsai drop, it seemed. And whereas, like, if he's wrestling an established guy, he's not going to stiff them. Yeah. Yeah, he probably killed some some people with that yeah. move. <laughs> Crush oh, <my> show. <laughs> Is this the match where he like injured Crush at the end, and they made like a little segment? I don't know. Is it? Let's let's, let's see. Oh. Stay tuned in here. I think I know this wrong. Crush <laughs> almost won with a flying shoulder tackle, which if if he would have won the title with that, if he would have won any title with that, that would be the worst way to ever win a belt. Yeah, you've that's seen, pretty uh, sad. You seen the Ultimate Warriors finish? That's true. <laughs> This is a, dir- a direct quote from Vince McMahon during commentary. What a great WWF champion crush would be. <laughs> I'm, Man, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Brian Adams heard that later. I'm just like, hell yeah, I would be a great champion. Right. Hell yeah, Vince. 
He's like, hey, Damn Vance, right. remember that time you said that about me? <laughs> you think I could beat be world champ? Is Kona Crush and DOA Crush the same person in kayfabe? He like stopped surfing and got really into motorcycles instead. <laughs> Is it the same person? I'm gonna say yes. I think that's not yes. like the craziest. Kona Crush and Demolition Crush are they the same person? No, that's not the same. That's, that's not, not the same. same. Yeah, I agree. I I also agree. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it. Yoko Kona Crush turned into a heel. Yoko drags Crush to the corner. Bonsai Trap, one, two, three, your winner and still champion Yokozuna. And after the match, Yoko destroys Crush, which caused the undefeated icon Tatanka to try to make the save, but he couldn't. And instead, commentator Macho Man ran in and saved Crush. Oh, cool. Because why would you want to make your undefeated new hot babyface look good when you can make your your pseudo-retired commentator look like a thousand bucks? Yeah, the guy. You said this was from July. Yes, I, I'm. I'm pretty sure they built that because, like, Crush was like, Randy, why didn't you help me sooner? Yeah, that was for like, like WrestleMania built, ten. Yeah, they built that up all the way to WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh my God. Because that was when he came out of retirement, and I think that was his last match in WWF. Awesome. I don't know if this is like wrong to say, but I always feel like Yokozuna is like an anomaly as WWF champion. Like it seems weird that he was yeah. the WWF champ. I don't he, know. It, it's weird because he he was there when Hogan was still like the guy, and he was like, in my opinion, at least, he was like the first new generation guy to win the belt and. And, like, you knew it was a new era. Like, when Bret yeah. Hart won the title, Hogan got it back. Yoko won the title, Hogan got it. But then Yoko beat Hogan, and then there was no old guy after that for a minute. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. He's always just seemed like a weird pick to me because he's, I don't know, seemed like he could barely move at times. Yeah. Uh, the next matchup is Head Shrinkers versus Aaron Ferguson and ECW legend PJ Walker. Nice. And that PJ Walker, he's, you know, he's, that guy's pretty, you know, he, he's just incredible, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Collins oh, before he was man of war man, or whatever. Yeah, I was going to say he's a man of war, I'd say. <laughs> Sorry. Commentary keeps mixing up Walker and Ferguson. And I only noticed that because when Justin Incredible was getting his ass kicked, they kept calling him Aaron Ferguson. I was like, wait, that's not right. That's awesome. Head Shrinkers controlled the entire match, and they've obviously won. Not surprising. The next segment is a promo video advertising HBK versus Marty Jannetty for the Intercontinental Championship next week. Oh, that's you missed it by one. <laughs> Still no promo at all during this. Wow. Tatanka is putting his undefeated streak on the line against the Brooklyn Brawler. Wow. And then we immediately go to Ico Pro and Slim Jim commercials, but we're back. And Brawler is actually getting a good amount of offense in this match. And Bobby Hina makes a super racist joke about Tatanka, but obviously Tatanka wins. <laughs> God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, he made a, a fucking just really racist joke. Um, and my next note, I wrote, oh, God, Mr. Hughes is in action against Tony DeVito. <laughs> Yikes. A dude brings out funeral flowers and Vince wonders who could the, who could be behind the flowers. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wonder. Vince, are you? 
you okay, I, buddy? I do not remember Mr. Hughes and Undertaker feuding whatsoever, but Mr. Hughes won that match by beating that bald guy with the mullet, Tony DeVito. Man, I'm sure that was riveting. Yeah. Next up was a Men on a Mission vignette. That was cool. <laughs> hmm. They're debuting next week on Raw. Oh, man, you missed another good one. <laughs> yeah. Damn, you should watch next week's episode. Damn. <laughs> Uh, Adam Bomb is in action. Adam Bomb was such a weird gimmick. He was a dude that had radiation poisoning. Like, was that his gimmick? I, I mean, <laughs> he had weird eyes and he like bled from his mouth. Yeah. If if WCW would have pushed him, like, couldn't he just have been Roman Reigns? Yep. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> there was a point in 1998 when he. He got injured and he came back as Wrath. Like he was already Wrath in WCW as part of Jim Mitchell's gimmick, but yeah. he came back as Wrath in 1998 and he and he went on an undefeated streak. And they pretended like his pre-existence in WCW never happened, and they built him up as an undefeated wrestler, just so Kevin Nash could beat him, building up the Starcade. Hell yeah! And I'll, I'll never forget <laughs> that. Uh, after this atom bomb squash where he wrestled a jobber, I wrote, oh, that was the main event. <laughs> <laughs> I give this oh. raw 0.5 out of 5 stars. No promos. Oh, no, that's not bad, man. No promos, no buildup for anything, really, and the best match was Brooklyn Brawler versus Tatanka. <laughs> oh, so, man. It sounds like they had they, they hyped up several uh, things for the next week. I'm definitely <laughs> looking forward to doing the There was no fucking promo on this whole fucking thing there's no goddamn promo I, I, was, I was talking to Colts about this uh i i l- absolutely love the way the manhattan center looks yeah it's awesome looking yeah i love those old one hour rolls like that like even the bad episodes were cool to watch yeah one hour is is it one hour is a great <laughs> link for <What>? a wrestling <laughs> show yeah. Hey, on Peacock, it's like 42 minutes. 42 minutes is the That's best way to better. digest Raw. Even fucking better. I just remembered that that was the last episode of Raw I watched, I think, was the episode where they, they filmed it from the Manhattan Center and the other place. Say, I thought you were going to say the one I just reviewed. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I've, <laughs> That's No, no, no. It was the one where they did the Raw anniversary. That was the last episode of Raw I watched. And it sucked so bad that I was like, I'm out. I, why did I try this again? <laughs> It's uh, yeah, it's it's it's. I think it was. I could be wrong. You watched that Tokyo Dome, baby? I did not. You didn't watch any of it. I I well, I watched. Uh, I was I watched all of it. I thought I didn't even play seventeen it hours. Well, yeah, no, it was only like eight hours. Each night. <laughs> no, no, no. The video length is 5.15 on, on New Japan World, but that's because there's also like the pre, pre-show pre shit, and I skipped that. So it's only like four hours each. Uh, it was fine. It was not my favorite Wrestle Kingdom. Maybe the worst one I've watched since I started watching Wrestle Kingdoms. And- I watched the uh, Shibata match. That's it. Oh, yeah, that was cool. That blew my mind. I, did not, I didn't have that spoiled for me. I didn't realize that he was quote-unquote going into business for himself. Yeah, I read that. It's like, what, like... Uh, that seems weird. Yeah, I did that. Uh, obviously, probably didn't 
really happened. But it was mind blowing to me that he wrestled like a real match instead of the catch rules. I was kind of bummed about the catch rules match. I was like, this is going to be fine, but I'm going to spend the whole time wanting him to kick ass. And then he did. I can't believe they, they put the title back on Okada, though. I I was surprised, but then I was like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Since they gave him like the big like entrance with the with the the new jacket, the, he had the Anoki scarf, and it's the 50th anniversary. Yeah. After it happened, I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Plus, they had to have him wrestle Will again to continue that story or finish that story. William Osprey. That that match was actually great. I watched that just a couple hours ago. That the rest of the night, night two. But uh, also the Shingo match was amazing. Shingo is amazing. I need to go back and watch a lot of his matches from this past year because there were apparently some real fucking good ones. And I, he's great. Shingo Takagi is a hell of a wrestler. That's true. He, he's he is damn good. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, let me think about what else was on the show. The start of match on night two was good. Um, night one had, oh, we had the really bad evil Ishii match, which is a fucking bummer because Ishii is one of the best. That match sucked hard. Too much interference. Um, I don't remember. There's a bunch of other stuff. It was a pretty good show overall, I guess. I mean, like I said, the worst one since Wrestle Kingdom 9. I didn't see the ones before that, so I can't judge those, but. Pretty good. Still a great show. So I wanted to uh, talk to you guys about a few things regarding 2021, which is the previous year, as you're all aware. What in your in uh, y'all's opinion would you say the best match of 2021 was? I have an easy answer to that, <laughs> actually. Um, the more I think about it, I think it was the Wrestle Kingdom Night 2 match in 2021 between Kota Ibushi and Jay White. That match was unbelievably good, <laughs> and I don't think any match that year topped it. That might be the best match I've ever seen. <laughs> Period. I can, I can, agree. I can, I can say that that's a, that's a damn good pick. Yeah. Anyway, I want to hear y'all's. I mean, there's a lot of other matches this year that that year that I liked, but that's that's easily number one for me. Jesse, um, the one that I probably like that stands out the most was um, Balta versus Dragonov. Yeah, I was I was gonna uh, the one where Balta lost. Yeah, that was a fucking great match. I actually didn't see that match. It's it's worth finding. I'll have to check it out. I'll find it. I'll track it down. I like, I like Walter's great. He's a hell of a wrestler. I haven't seen much of Dragunov to comment, but I know people love him too. I would have to say my favorite match of 2021. Iron Man match, A-Kid versus Jordan Devlin from Dirty NXT UK. I didn't see that one, but I, no, I, shout I bet out it was good. To NXT UK. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lucha Blog, I think, today described uh, them as the JTG of, uh, of WWE yeah. brands. 
in that it's miraculous I, that they have a job still. Yeah, I won't be surprised if they shut that place down. Yeah. I was hey, looking kids so great. yeah, sorry. I was looking forward to so much to having like a NXT Mexico and NXT Japan. That was gonna be so good. That was the that, yeah, that was his like world domination plan. They have those like yeah. picture of him in front of the map. It's it's so funny in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> well, that ain't happening no more. Nope. It's a it's a little funny to see Triple H get shit on. I mean a little bit. I mean I do feel a little bad for him. Like obviously, like I I, I don't I don't wish that he had a heart attack. That fucking sucks. <laughs> but but like it's he, funny if he, that if he didn't know. have it, like how many of his friends would have gotten fired? Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. I wonder if that did factor into it. We'll never know. So the next thing I want to talk to you guys about is your 2022 predictions with wrestling. Like, what do you expect to happen? I'm glad we're doing this. This is fun. Let me think. I personally expect, Uh as Jesse mentioned, I expect NXT UK to get shuttered or (laughs) become NXT UK 2.0. Yeah, that'll probably happen. Who is running NXT UK now? Because Shawn Michaels was running it. I don't know. Now I'm pretty sure he's just pretending to be in NXT 2.0 now. Actually, a big prediction I have is I believe that by... mm, Let's say Survivor Series, Braun Breaker will be on Raw. That's, that's reasonable. I could see that. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet he's on the main roster. That was one of the things I was going to say. I, let me think. <laughs> I bet we'll see. I'm wonderful. I bet we'll see Jay White in AEW this year. I hope not. I love him. He's so good. That son of a bitch no sold for me. <laughs> oh, you mean a, a, the good Jay White? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Not Slam Master J. No, not Slam Master J. (laughs) Not our current reigning and defending fantasy football champion. That's right. Wait, did Uh, he win, Jesse? I don't know. I don't know. It's probably me. I probably won. Did you you, you got eliminated? Yeah, that makes sense. That's not shocking. Don't worry. At at some point, everybody got eliminated, (laughs) except for one person. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not broken up about it. I didn't really didn't put out a lot of work into it. You know, I thought that there was going to be. Uh, wasn't there an announcement of somebody doing like a super show and it and it like fell through? Like in America, like in America, there was going to be like a triple A New Japan Impact AEW super show. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? That was like a thing. I, what it, they must have like shelved it. Like Jackass Four got shelved. Um, well, that's still it, coming out. I mean, it is, but it got delayed quietly. They didn't talk about it. They they were just like, oh. Guess what? It's not this November. They had it bam out of everything. (laughs) But uh, I I imagine there'll be some kind of super show this year. I'm going to say that maybe near the end of the year, once (laughs) theoretically COVID is more controlled or whatever. Here's another prediction. Ring of Honor is not coming back. That's my official prediction. Yeah, I don't think they're coming back. (laughs) If they come back, it's going to be a one-off show and that's it. Yeah, they'll do like Supercard of Honor and it'll it'll fail. <laughs> yeah. Which will be sad, but what's your prediction, Jesse? 
Um, I have a couple, and I, a couple obvious ones, of course. Uh, one is um, Imperium will get called up to the main roster and feud with, like, the New Day. And then they'll lose, and then uh, they'll be forgotten. Um, yeah. Roman Probably. Reigns will go undefeated the whole year. He won't lose the title. Holy shit. Oh, my God. You have him going for another year. Yeah, he's got the Bruno run going. <laughs> um, AEW will finally bring out uh, Trio's titles. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I, I cannot fucking wait for him to do that. Yeah, that'll be amazing. <clears throat> um, let's see. Uh, Samoa Joe will go to AEW and wrestle CM Punk. I hope so. I sincerely hope okay. so. Uh, I don't know. I don't know really anything else. I can't really think of anything. Uh, I bet Ric Flair shows up on a wrestling promotion, besides, like in America, like a major one. I'm going to say that. I think Ric Flair is, is Teflon Rick. I don't think he's going to get fully canceled. He's going to be in AEW. He'll definitely show up in AEW, but it's possible. That I want him to show up. You know, Here's the prediction. In, in I think... I think Charlotte and Andrade are going to break up a couple more times. <laughs> They're a very passionate couple. They are. They Charlotte. have sex a lot. <laughs> so I have some uh, superlatives I want to throw you guys' way to think about, okay? Okay. Who do you think is the most likely in 2022 to become AEW champion? That means the year of... Oh, Are you going to give us like multiple choices or just no, just who, in your who opinion? We okay, I, I thought you were going to name like three people and be no. like, Well, let's not, say, let's not say 2022, let's say in general, who, in your opinion, is most likely to become AEW champion? Well, I will say just in 2022, just to make it to time box it a little bit, but um, I, I mean, MJF is definitely winning it for sure. Yeah, that, that's I agree. I that's think a given. he's going to be the next. I think he's going to win the feud versus CM Punk. And uh, then he's going to go to Adam Page. And I think he's going to beat Adam Page. You know, I, least, their, yeah. uh, I, I completely agree with MJF. And which I want to ask you guys do you think Moxley or Omega will be the first two time AEW champion? I bet it. I, I, between those two, I bet it's, I bet it's Moxley. I, I feel it in my heart because they're kind of a babyface territory a lot of times. But I don't know. Maybe he'll have a heel run with the belt too. Who knows? But I, I'm just think, I, in you don't my think heart. You think Omega's I, coming back as a face? Yeah, he'll probably be a face too. That's true. Because he'll, I mean, he, I mean uh, he'll get like the Triple H, my sacrifice videos, and he'll come back. No, he'll get the fucking. <laughs> oh. He's bringing Okada with him, or not Okada, yeah. but Abushi. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, so in that case, he'll probably go for a tag tag run anyway. So I definitely think Moxley. And Colt, this is a question you can definitely answer. Most likely to become WWE champion. Uh, I'm gonna go for with, the first time. Or first like time, brand new champion. I'll take Brock Lesnar. <laughs> oh, yeah, first time. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna think about this one. Uh, Austin Theory, I bet, gets a surprise win. I'm gonna say that because I, I know I know he's been. I know he was featured in the egg set segment a bunch. So I say Damian Priest. Hmm. I bet they're going to decide he's not old. He's too old, and they won't. Yeah, I was going to say I, I have, I have, there's, I have more of a 
feel like he'll get cut become champion. Oh, fuck. That'd be uh, sad. Uh, one per- a random person here. Um, that almost dude. I was oh, actually going to yeah. say him too. Really big tall. Yeah, only he's because like of his young. fucking endorsement from the Undertaker. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's, he's like got you the can political. tell they're trying to build him up, and then Undertaker saying that stupid shit. Like I think he <laughs> he might win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's a good one. Who will win the win the Royal Rumble? That's like an easy prediction. I guess that's a different episode. Yeah, I'll be on our special uh, Rumble. Most likely to leave AEW for WWE. Oh, this is easy. Brian Cage. I was I was going to say him too. Actually, I don't <laughs> yeah. think Brian Cage could get hired by the WWE for uh, <laughs> yeah. chemical reasons. I I do. That's if only because if he were to come on and do like. A uh, if I rem- if I remember correctly, WWE does not drug test part time superstars. Oh, we so see. You want him to be give him the Lesnar, give schedule. him give him a Lesnar, or not even give him a Shawn Michaels schedule where he doesn't do house shows with the occasional one. That would be funny. Let me look at the AEW roster real quick because I, I feel like there's gonna there's somebody. By I feel the like way, he would have been I really think... good in. Go ahead. I was gonna say I think he would be good in Triple H's NXT, but I, I don't see him like really going to the main roster or like NXT 2.0. But I, I have a feeling they'll like sign him and probably just won't do nothing with him. But if I, NXT normal NXT was around, then I would definitely see him going there after AEW. I honestly. All yeah, right, I have a I have a crazy one. I have a go. crazy one. I'm gonna say I don't. I don't know if this contract timing works out, but I'm gonna say that Private Party shockingly leaves AEW and and goes to WWE. I could see that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna say that because they've been there long. They haven't. Nothing. A lot of has happened with them, and obviously, like they're they they do have big plans for them. But I could see them maybe being tempted by some. Like a big money NXT contract if they if they go. To I could. A, I here's another one for you. I could see Jay Lethal going. Because interesting. If, if he doesn't get treated better in AEW, I could see him wanting to go and get like a NXT run and coaching job. Yeah, yeah, that could be true. Hey, my, my main man Jay Lethal already wrestling on Dark. Also, here's a prediction for you. <laughs> Joey Janela is not going to be re-signed, especially if they sign William Regal and he gets Janela's like indie scout job. <laughs> Man, maybe. I mean, Janela's gotten in big, sh- good shape, but yeah, I don't know. He might get, he might get not re-signed. I don't know. That that'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm very curious to see what they do with Joey. Next question. He's he's, he's definitely not getting resigned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad about Marco Stunt, man. I'm yeah. bummed out. I mean, I know he's still there, but but isn't isn't he hurt though? Isn't I guess he, he is. I guess he did. Uh, supposedly, I guess he got hurt of the GCW show. I I, I, I didn't ever follow it up to see if that's true or not. It's like how fucking hurt was he? <laughs> he's yeah. been there forever. <laughs> yeah. Who yeah, did he break his neck? <laughs> Who do you believe is the most likely to never? burst through the glass ceiling in any company. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Scorpio's guy. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I just don't think that he's got it. 
he sometimes does and sometimes doesn't like he sometimes he's like really fucking awkward he's sometimes he's cool i don't get it it's weird wwe wise i don't know um who's like a young guy oh they'll never let biggie have a title again i'm gonna say that <laughs> he's not winning he's not gonna be a multi-time world champ that's my prediction yeah it sucks but that's probably true that's i mean yeah that's <laughs> very unfortunate you know another person whose contract i don't see um getting renewed in aw is a uh, kip sabians oh interesting you know, he technically appeared on Dynamite. He yeah. made his little cardboard box. Yeah, that it's I don't know what I don't know where that originated from or nothing, but it, from the outside, like not knowing that that's so dumb. Like I have yeah. no idea why like I, I guess there might be a story of why he's doing that. And I just yeah, missed I the uh the early part of the story. I don't think there was. He just disappeared after he got killed by Miro, and then it, people have been taking pictures of him like backstage and stuff like that. But on Dynamite, I think that was the first time that uh he'd been acknowledged on television and he wasn't even acknowledged on television he was just on camera twice yeah. so i don't know yeah i could see maybe him i i sort of like him but he's also kind of one of those guys that's like occasionally good and occasionally awkward like some of his best work is being a manager for penelope he like bumps like a madman for all like with the ladies and looks like a goofball it's fun but he hasn't done that in a million years I, I say never to burst through the glass ceiling in Dota V, and this hurts me to say, I believe Walter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah 100%. When he goes to the main roster, he's not going to get anything past, like, a U.S. title reign where he's going to be an evil foreigner. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're definitely going to feud with the New Day. Then New Day's going to win the feud, and then they're just going to be, like, just a random – Heavy machinery type tag team. Uh, yeah. And break them up. AEW. I hate to say this, but Eddie Kingston. Uh, well, what's what's necessarily what do you consider the glass ceiling? I mean, being like looked at as like the guy and like a main eventer. Like they can throw Eddie Kingston into a title feud like they can with like Cesaro, but you don't go in and he's not gonna win it. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, I, yeah, I can see that. But yeah, I bet I mean, he, he who, could who still who win the you TNT title. Be, like, how many people do you even see winning the AEW title? I don't yeah, that's, you got to look at you got to look at the people who have been to the dance before. You know, you look at the legendary Jake Hager. He's yeah. a former world champion. True. true. You got to look at Cole Cabana. He's a former NWA champion. Christian Cage. He's a former champion. Christopher Daniel. He's a former world champion. In reality, I mean, though, the only homegrown AEW talent I can see winning the title, and by homegrown, I don't necessarily mean built there. I mean not WWE, former WWE guy, is MJF. I mean, Adam Page. <laughs> he's not a WWE guy. Well, I mean, like, besides him, because he's currently the champion. Oh, to, to other people that haven't won the title. I mean, Darby, for sure, is like Yeah, somebody. Darby. They love him. He's and he's he's great. Um, yeah, I don't know who Ooh, else. Uh, Ward, I think Warlow. Wardlow, yes. Yeah, so maybe not this year, but eventually, I bet he gets it. He's, he's going to be MJF's first feud because he he's doing the Batista slow turn. Yeah, I I can see him beating MJF for the title. That'd be awesome. That would be great. But it's like 
just like I mean, do you think I forgot Brock... Chavo Guerrero was on the AEW? Do you think, <laughs> do you think Brock Anderson's going to be AEW champion? Brock Anderson? Yeah. Uh no. Or Angelico. Angelico will oh, never oh, be. That's, uh... Oh, that's two other guys that are uh, that's probably not getting resigned. I'm going to say that they sack Jack, but they keep yeah. uh, Angelico. Is probably Ooh. my thought because Angelico seems to be more consistent at least and has stayed in pretty good shape. Jack kind of let himself go. Well, Jack is currently held up in Mexico being threatened by the drug cartel or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. <laughs> Poor guy. I love Jack Evans too. What a bummer. And 18 this. and 43. What a sad record. <laughs> most, <laughs> most likely in AEW right now to have a great face run. Who's a currently oh. a hill? Oh, you he just said uh, Wardlow. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll try to no, he's, other people besides him, but he's definitely. I mean, M- I think MJF could have a great face run. Honestly, yeah, um, I think he'll be a face at some point. Luther. God. <laughs> no, seriously though, Anthony Bowens, uh, it would be it is a good one. Yeah. Who do you think would have a great hill run? Well, John Moxley for sure. That that felt like they were going to give him one before he decided to go to rehab. Yeah, I think we'll get a, a hill John Moxley championship run. I hope so. That'd be cool. I mean, yeah, that'd be cool. Who else is on here? Oh, I, you know what? What if Hook wins the AEW title this year? Getting <laughs> <laughs> that's far too soon. My my prediction for a great hill run in AEW is Luchasaurus. Oh, interesting. Because in my opinion, when he and Jungle Boy lose the titles, if they don't win them back, they can set up a thing where he's like getting pissed that Jungle Boy's like lost the belt for him and everything. And like you look at Luchasaurus, everyone says that he's such a like he's great for kids. Look at him; he has a kid friendly face. Like he looks fucking terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Like, I refuse to believe every child who's ever seen him live has thought, oh, that guy looks like a dinosaur. He's amazing. They think, no, he looks terrifying. He looks scary. He could be a good hill and still have the same gimmick. He could just be a monster dinosaur. Really funny if they booked him like 97 Kane or something. (laughs) That'd be fucking amazing. I think that... I'm pretty sure that will eventually happen, but I feel like that's going to be really far down the road because I still think Christian's going to turn heel and feud with uh, Jungle Boy. I think yeah. that's like a red herring, though. Oh. I hope not. <laughs> Christian needs to get away from these people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's creepy now. It's, it's creepy at this point. What's he doing with Marco Stunt? <laughs> we need to know. Marco Stunt. That could be how... Taped up in a chair somewhere in a freezer. Speeding <laughs> him occasionally. So they'll probably actually I just remembered they're probably gonna do a, a heel run for Trent too. I just I just remembered that because they were setting up some shit with him and Yuda. So I, I bet he does heal, which makes me sad. Most likely to have a failed face run. I think MJF. Oh, interesting. And I, I say failed because I don't think his gimmick can lend itself to being a face. I think he would have a face run like the Miz did a few years ago where it just did not work. 
Yeah. I, yeah, if he doesn't I got, change. I got, I got a good one for this. All right. Go for it. It's a double. It's a double prediction, too. Jeff Hardy goes to AEW, and then the Hardy boys have a very shitty face run. Oh. Yeah, I could see that realistically happening. Yeah, the, the payoff of a Hardy Boys reunion is getting <laughs> isn't paying off as hard as it used to these days. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Maybe it will. What do you but... think the over-under is on Matt Hardy becoming broken again when Jeff shows up? <laughs> uh that he'll he'll definitely pitch it. Um, but Jeff will do it under the contingency that he also gets to do Willow in like 2023, which of course is the worst goddamn gimmick of all time. <laughs> No, no, I'm pretty sure the Hardy family office. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's true. At least Willow has some free bizarre entertainment Hardy. value to it. He'll Most likely itchy, itchy to have a failed hill run. Interesting. I feel like failed hill runs. I guess they happen, but I feel like there's this, I haven't thought about one of those in a while. Shit is cold outside. Uh, let me think, man. You know what? I'm going to say Trent's heel run could be a fail. Nobody wants to see the best friends break up. What were you going to say, Jesse? I was going to say, I think the Elite had a a failed heel run. They did kind of have a failed heel run because they were being so wishy-washy with the Bucks. That was the weird thing about it. That was not good. They, like, had their dad killed by Chris Jericho, but then they were, like, smarmy bastards and stuff, like, all around the same time. I say failed hell run will go to Moxley, and only because people will not want to boo him. Mm, that's fair. I could see that. Especially since he's going to be coming back relatively soon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got well, yeah, they definitely can't. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ostensibly, he'll be going to be a big debut. Yeah. He'll probably come out. I don't know when. When's, he, when's, when's his match in GCW? Is it Hammerstein? The 23rd. Who's he wrestling again? Homicide, I think. Homicide, yeah, that's right. Because he won the Rumble on that show that I didn't watch. <laughs> I'm definitely watching the Hammerstein show, though. Oh, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'm going to watch that one. I might watch the Detroit show as well. Because it's Kevin Nash will be there. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, that was all the superlatives. Which begs me to my next question is, do you think the forbidden door is closed? No. Oh, no. No. It's definitely not. They're finna, no. As soon as COVID, like, dies down a little bit, like, they, the fucking Japan, like, the new Japan stuff is coming. Okay, do you yeah. think the forbidden door regarding impact is closed? Yeah, I think that's done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one's closed. For now, it might open back up with, the, with Jonathan Gresham doing his Terminus thing. But it might only open back up in his federa- in his little promotion. Do you think we'll ever hear them admit to the fact that the Forbidden Door was just their way of trying to get the good brothers on AEW? <laughs> that's all that was, bro. That's all that was. That was so that's hilarious in retrospect that there was no other crossover. Like, Minus Kazarian, like whenever I think to one episode. Oh, the private party also wrestled on impact. But yeah, Matt Hardy like showed up like once, I think. Yeah, he did. Well, who was it that w- was supposed to go to Impact, but then was like, "Fuck this, I'm not doing it." It's Sammy. Sammy. Yeah, yeah. 
remember if it was him or Darby Allen, but yeah, Sammy, Sammy, big, Sammy, big league dumb. <laughs> that a boy. That didn't work for me, brother. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely open between New Japan and uh, AEW for sure. I mean, they didn't stop talking about John Moxley during both the U.S. Championship title matches. And also Christopher Daniels wrestled Jay White on one of the New Japan Strong shows. And also Brody King works for New Japan Strong, and he certainly will also work for AEW. Also, I think Leo, yeah, Leo also does New Japan dates as well. Yeah, I think so. And they bring in my main man, Juice Robinson, into uh, AEW. <laughs> two final things I want to talk about. The first... If you could change one wrestling injury or death, what would it be? Owen Hart. Yeah, that's a really good one. I'm going to, yeah, yeah, Owen Hart, uh, Brody Lee, Hayabusa, the injury, his injury. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. That's a weird way to praise it. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of good answers for this question. <laughs> there's a lot of good deaths in wrestling. Yeah, uh, Eddie, uh, Eddie would be a good one. Eddie could be a good one in the sense that, like, Eddie not dying might be the thing that saves Nancy and Daniel. Yeah. Uh, I always go back to Chris Candido. I always thought that was a really fucked up one. Oh, like, yeah. there's no way he should have died at all. That's so yeah. fucking shitty he died. My, that's, such a, that's a big bummer. Yeah. The thing that I would change wouldn't wouldn't be a death. It would be an injury, and that would be uh, Goldberg kicking Bret Hart out of wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that one's shameful. That one's a sad one. Because if Bret stayed on WCW 2001, maybe he would have gone back to WWF. He probably wouldn't have. He might have gone to TNA, might have gone to New Japan. Yeah, there could have been some cool stuff. If he would, yeah, TNA. If he would have gone to TNA in the early days and done like the Sting deal, where he came in a couple times to do tag matches or one-off matches against Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> what win, win the title one day? Maybe. Could you imagine like Bret Hart versus 2002 AJ Styles? Man, dude. Or Bret Hart would, versus 2005 Abyss, like that would that'd be, be fucking so, incredible. It's fucking great, yeah. That I wish that, yeah. I wish like Stone Cold's injury hadn't happened, his neck injury. Imagine yeah. he wouldn't have had to sit out like 2000. If if he didn't sit out though, would would the Rock have been the Rock? Would Triple H have been like the game during that time? Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to imagine. I wish Sid Vicious hadn't broken his leg. <laughs> that sucks and the last thing i want to talk about where uh, october 31st 2021 you know what that date was halloween do you also know what that date was like what day it was supposedly 90 days and after that 90 days bray wyatt could go wrestle wherever he wanted it has oh. been nearly three. It's been over two months since then. 
do you my my theory is that Bray Wyatt is going to be in the Rumble. Oh wow, that's a good that's a good. I, I hope that's not true. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good guess. Because like I know he's like currently filming a movie or some shit right now. But yeah, like, I believe that's true. If he was signed or was gonna sign anywhere, I feel like we would hurt we would have heard something about it. That's true. That seems true. Because there's no way in hell you can keep a secret in wrestling these days. I want yeah, if the rumble would be that'd be so funny if he just went back. <laughs> what a guy. He's gonna end up and he's gonna go to Dragon Gate. Probably. <laughs> he's gonna end up at that right. in fucking championship wrestling for Memphis. That's right. <laughs> so do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Are you ready to wrap this thing up? Um I don't really have anything. Jesse? I'm trying to think if there was anything uh, anything big we didn't touch on. Well, I mean, a bunch of people got, got fired. We kind of touched on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, at this point, what else is new? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh, Just one the, of the, the firings made me realize I for, completely forgot about uh, Gabe Sapolsky. Working oh, for yeah. NXT. Yeah. I forgot all about him. One of the there. firings... <laughs> Uh, completely broke my kayfabe mind because I thought Alice in Danger and Steve Carino were brother and sister in kayfabe and not in real life. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I never put that together that they were actually related. That's yeah, insane. Like her last name is Carino. I just thought that was a fucking coincidence. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm so stupid. That's awesome. I had no idea. I was like, here's another prediction for 2022. Colby Carino is going to be in AEW. Interesting, even though his dad still works at NXT. Yes. Ooh, family. That's spicy. Oh, and another thing I'd say is um, from, from like all the future NXT call-ups going forward, they're all going to be like success stories on the main roster. And then everybody's going to be like, look, I, I, you know, they NXT so much better now. But it's in, in actuality, it's not going to be better. It's just that Vince McMahon and them are running it now. So they're going to give a fuck about the people that can get called up now. Yeah, I think that's while a reasonable before, prediction. Yeah, while before, you know, they didn't give a fuck if, you know, about any of these people, about Killer Cross or <laughs> Keith Lee or anybody. But when Braun Breaker gets called up, he's fucking beating Roman. <laughs> night one he's showing up and beating him he's going on a Ludwig Borga push oh man I'd be completed after that I used to love Ludwig Borga <laughs> yeah that's probably exactly what's going to happen but All right, all well, of these uh, NXT 2.0 guys are successful the well, Italian stereotype he's going to champ with that being said ladies and gentlemen we, we thank you for tuning in this week We'll be back in a couple weeks. For Armbar, the rest 1004th Wrestling Podcast, I'm Todd Suliano. I'm Colt. Jim. <laughs> and we thank you for listening. And don't forget, you just lost the game. Oh, fuck. Me too. <laughs> <laughs>